Hey, you spooky bitches. Welcome to another episode of Aaron the Blind Podcast with your favorite wannabe final boy. I'm your host, Aaron, and today I have a recurring guest. This is Jeremy. So if you haven't listened to our episode together on the Final Destination franchise, you definitely should go check it out. But please, everyone, welcome Jeremy once again. Hey, Jeremy, what's going on? Hello, what's up? I'm back by popular demand. <laughs> you really are, to be honest. You, I knew once Screen came out, and that was already announced that was going to be your episode because of course your queen was coming back yeah so, you already know i was already like asking you like weeks months and everything. i'm like i want i want my guest slot on this episode no for real i think once it was introduced or once i think even when we're doing our episode together when you said yep. like oh once you do another scream episode let me know because i'm gonna be on it so yep. This is completely for you. I appreciate you coming back on and I wouldn't have anyone else rather than you because I know how much you love Scream and how much you love Kirby because why not bring her back and bring you back? Exactly. Period. This is a Kirby Stan account. So, yeah. Yeah, he really, you know, he really loves Kirby. And honestly, I love Kirby as well. I was actually, I was actually watching Scream 4 the other night, just to get, just to get a little refresh of everything. And I think, yeah, still one of my faves. No, I I would agree. Yeah, I agree as well. I think that once that movie came out, I didn't think that it was going to be any of the other ones. Of course, I love the original, but that is on my top three for sure. I, and of course, once they reveal the killers, one of them, which just was out of surprise for me. I really did not expect that individual to be ghost-faced. So that caught me off guard yeah. for sure. The unhinged bitch, you know? Yeah, she's she's iconic, to be honest. She really is. And I think she is a fan favorite for a lot of people. But we'll get into that down the road, like after we talk about Scream 6 and everything like that. So for this episode, we are going to be talking about Scream 6. So this will be a spoiler heavy movie review. We're not going to go through every scene or everything, but it's going to be more of like going to like a synopsis and then just our likes and dislikes. What we will change, things like that. So it'll be like a flow of everything. So if you don't mind, I can just say a synopsis of it right now and then we can just dive into it. Unless you want to say something. Nope. Go ahead. Let him loose. All right. So for the movie Scream 6, four survivors of the Ghostface murders leave Woodsboro behind for a fresh start in New York City. However, they soon find themselves in a fight for their lives when a new killer embarks on a bloody rampage. So, of course, if you don't know, we have our core four, what Chad ends up calling the group of the survivors. And that happens to be Sam, Tara, Mindy, and Chad. So did you like the core four? In this movie? Yeah, I think they had more time to flesh the characters out. Because I know in the fifth movie, they didn't, we really didn't get a lot of character development. Like, it was just kind of all over the place. So, mm-hmm. I'm glad that Chad and Mindy and Tara and Sam got more time to, like, develop their characters. And I feel like Sam did a lot better acting-wise this time, too. Because in the fifth movie, she, I didn't think... I know a lot of people said she was terrible and lucky she kind of was. And I think she did a lot better this time. And they kind of like talk about it in the movie too, about how she talks about how she's like hated. I think that was like a reference to like real life about how she got a lot of criticism because like the acting was bad. So it was kind of cool that they kind of addressed that because she she did do a lot better this time. So I'm glad she did. Yeah, I completely agree. And I actually saw that on Twitter. So when they were talking, like Sam and Tara had that conversation at the dinner table, I 
when I was in the movie theater, I didn't even put two and two together because I know when I watched Scream 5 and I saw Sam and thinking to myself, oh, is this who's replacing Sydney? I'm not really sure if I really like that. And I didn't like her character in general, really. And I didn't think she developed as well in the movie. I feel like people liked Tara more than Sam when it should have been the other way around, you know? Yeah. But I think she really did develop much more in Scream 6. I think she her character was written out way better this time. I actually enjoyed Sam as a whole in this movie. I liked Sam at the very end of Scream 5 when she goes like on that rampage of like just stabbing Richie, you know, like over and over. Because that's some shit that I would possibly do if I... <laughs> was like the son of a serial killer and you cannot fuck with me or my family you know so if you're gonna be doing that shit best believe you are gonna die horribly so i liked her towards the end and then just in screen six completely i did like her character development and i just felt like she get she did get a lot of hate in screen five i was actually re-watching screen five so i kind of compared her to this screen and I just see, like, all the development she's done, how how great she was. So I really appreciate her as an actress and how far she's come. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a, such an improvement. And I'm glad that they, she got another chance. Because I was like, girl, if, if you're going to be the same, give us the same energy you gave us in Scream 5, you might as well just let Tara be the lead. Cause, but I'm glad that didn't happen. So they were Yeah, I know. Exactly. For I know. And I was thinking to myself, why didn't they just give Jenna Ortega the lead of everything? But, you know, I feel like everything just worked out on its own. And I really enjoyed Mindy as a character, even from Screen 5. So just moving on, I really liked her character. And I would want to be her in a Screen movie. And I even like tweeted something out if they need to have a gay best friend. Like she really needs to have a gay best friend that is also (laughs) as much as her. And they can kill him off to be honest because yeah. i think it'll be more dramatic being that way so i'm like all i'm open for that idea but let's see what hey. happens let them you know, know. screen seven let them know. I'm, for real and then of course chad you know i don't really <laughs> care for his character to be completely honest i mean that is my opinion so i don't want to get a lot of backlash on it i'm not i don't hate him or anything he's just like that jock that is kind of nice though he's not like the douchey jock he's just like a nice jock but i feel like he is kind of taking the role of dewey if yeah i know what you mean because the way that boy has survived so many stabs i'm like he's michael myers at this point for real right and i'm just thinking at the very end he's just getting stabbed multiple times multiple times and then okay he's completely dead in this one right but no he comes back so he's replacing Dewey and I'm not sure if they're either going to kill him off in the next one, but I think that is going to be a conversation after our spoilers and everything like that. So we'll just go on from the core four and go into the legacy characters that are coming in. So of course, Gail is coming back and of course I love her. I always loved her. And do you, I'm, I'm hoping you do as well. No, I mean, she's not, she was never like my favorite, but I think she definitely grows on you. And mm-hmm. she definitely like gave, gave us a performance in this movie. Cause I think in the fifth one, she didn't really have much of a big role, but in this one, she had a much bigger, and she got a chase scene, like, and a, and a phone call. Iconic. I mean, yeah, right. And, and she doesn't usually have like long chase scenes. This one was really 
pretty long, honestly. And I really enjoyed the chase scenes in this movie because I feel like in the previous ones, they weren't that, that long. Like, especially like for the, you know, like in the first one, that's like a 11 minute drawn out scene. And even though it's like super iconic to me, I love that scene specifically. So I think they should do more of that. So I really liked how they portrayed Gail. She kind of was taking on to me like the Sydney role a little bit because she was the older character in this movie. So I don't know if you got that same like aspect of it. Yeah, she was definitely caring for Sydney in this movie because she's like literally one of the main three legacy characters that was still there because Dewey's gone and Sydney wasn't there. And then I think they did a good job of handling Sydney's absence and how they explained she wasn't there. I think they handled that really well. So I think Gail definitely had to carry this one, but she did well. Yeah, I agree. And then I, of course, agree as well, like that they portrayed um, Sydney's absence pretty well. They didn't draw it out or anything. It was just like a quick, like two sentence thing. And then that's basically it. So at least they introduced that and then just show like where she's at. And that's about it. So just like in a secluded location that no one's going to know about. So where she's going to be safe with her family. But of course, we also have your girl Kirby coming back from Scream 4. Queen. So I, I'm sure you're excited to hear that. Yes. Yeah, you already know when the, when, the theater, when she came up on the theaters, I was like, iconic. Yes. <laughs> no, she's back. I know. And I'd even, honestly, if I didn't look into any Easter eggs for Scream 5 or anything, I honestly would not have known if Kirby was alive. So once seeing those Easter eggs and everything, I knew what i'm sure you would have saw i think you probably sent it to me so yeah i did i was yeah i went back to look at all the says i'm like oh look this is kirby is a survivor i'm like she's gonna be in six hopefully and they brought yeah. her back yeah they brought her back and i really enjoyed her i know a lot of people were like i saw on twitter again i feel like twitter is just like a hellhole for like so much shit like because they'd be talking shit so much it really and, is for real and they always they were making fun of her wig <laughs> that she had <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> say that she looked great, like she looked fabulous with it. I mean, I feel like she could have just used her real hair, but hey, mm-hmm. you do you. Yeah, I agree. I liked her hair in Scream 4. I mean, I thought she yeah, like, she rocked it pretty well. I mean, I, I she could have came back with that, but I mean, she is a little older now, so she's not like the high school person that she should be. She's now in the FBI and all that stuff. So yeah. she's she's a grown woman, you know? Even though Gail called her a zygote. <laughs> dude that was so funny i was like oh this is some like a little biology of she's like i'm 30 she goes you look like a baby i'm like i have a gun (laughs) (laughs) the zygote yeah so kirby of course i that is a fan favorite of mine as well so she is someone that is super into horror something that i feel like i would portray in a horror movie but then again i'm not sure what they would give me as a role but i would hope to be a kirby yeah, I'd be like a mixture of, of Kirby too. And I'm glad that um they kinda had her and Mindy have like a bonding moment. It was like the two Randys coming together. Cause yeah. Kirby was basically the Randy for Scream Four and then Mindy's basically the Randy for the new one. So it's like mm-hmm. two generations coming together basically. It was cool. Yeah, I agree. I like how they were just like going back and forth about everything and then they met in the middle of a lot of things too so that's what they should do again in scream seven so i feel like they again bring mindy a gay best friend that's also in love with horror and they're also both gay so she's like i'm gonna just plug myself in here one more time yeah i'm just gonna plug myself i know paramount come on just get me 
just a little bit. So I'm sure you've seen a lot of people that are in love with Annika as well. So she is a new character that's in Scream 6. So how, what were your thoughts on Annika? I liked her. She was. She seemed sweet. I actually felt really bad for her that she had like one of the worst death scenes in this movie. And I actually like, you know, usually for people that die in Scream, I usually don't feel bad. But mm-hmm. for her, I, I genuinely felt bad. I was like, oh my God, this poor girl, she did not deserve all that. I agree. I really enjoyed her from the very beginning, just like her trying to take care of Tara when she was drunk. And just, she's definitely like that person that'll be like a sister figure for you. And she will have your back for everything. So that's how I pictured her. And she was just really sweet as well, like how you mentioned. So I really enjoyed her character. I knew she was not going to fucking make it. And there was no way in my head that I could see her as Ghostface. So, and I like how Mindy, she's just like um, blowing her kisses and stuff. She's just like, but you can't trust the the love interest. And she's just like, the fuck? (laughs) Like her face just changes from like super happy, like all lovey-dovey. I mean, it's facts, though. It, it For real, it is facts. I wouldn't trust in nobody, not even my best friend. Not in this franchise, no. I wouldn't trust anybody either. Yeah, I mean, and it's just like, once you're seeing everything, you never know what someone, what's going on in someone's head. You're just like, maybe you're my best friend because you're, ten- you're going to kill me one day. And I'm not about that life. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Yeah. They all need, like, extensive yeah. background checks for me to trust you at all. <laughs> Oh, full real. And I need to know, I'm going to put a fucking air tag on you and not knowing, like, you better not know that you have that air tag around you because I'm going to make sure, like, you're saying that you're in the library. This is saying that you're here in this building. So what the fuck is going on here? Huh? Yeah, it'll be like, it'll be an early movie for you. Like, I already know who the killer is. I, yeah, I caught, for you, real. caught you in a lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be in that group and I'd be like, don't fucking bullshit me. Like, this is you. This is all you. And then they have to pull an amber and be like, I know, and just start shooting. I'm like, well, you <laughs> caught me. Right, exactly. It's just like, what I'm else like, can act you do three, Act 3 came early. <laughs> mm-hmm, act 3 came in 10 minutes. <laughs> this is why they can't have people like us in movies, because we're just going to yeah. deep dive into everything. So it's just like, fuck, I guess you got to have that type of dumbness. Not saying that they're or dumb. No- but... Or knowing us, we would have like a mini moment where she gets stabbed. She goes, damn it, I got it wrong again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, she got for real. Oh, yeah. It's just like there's just so much to go into like the screen franchise. And I just love it so much. And we also have Laura our first kill of the movie so which is played by samara weaving i love her like i am a slut for her yeah she did really well in um ready or not so i need to cover yeah. ready or not because i love that movie and like her yells and everything like they're kind of like yodeling but they just sound so painful at the same time so i genuinely feel scared for her like if you know like if you can tackle that in a movie and like you're making me feel super anxious and stuff because like you really look genuinely terrified yeah you are a final girl in my book like you are the final girl in my book so unfortunately she wasn't a final girl in this one but i think she played her part very well i knew she was going to be the opening kill i mean i just follow a lot of um horror like social media platform things and a lot of them were just saying that that she was going to be the opening kill and then they were correct so i really liked her unfortunately you would think that her background in like being a professor and horror movies and things like that you would know not to go down a dark like hallway or alleyway 
but yet you do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's probably like her one moment that she didn't do so well in. But I mean, I knew she was going to be the opening kill because in the trailers and all the promo pictures, like that was the only outfit she had on. And it was like the only, they always use like the same scene for her. I'm like, okay, yeah, she's not going to be on there very long. Yeah, exactly. But she sure looked hella good. So, oh, yeah, she, kudos she to has her. Scream Queen potential, to be honest. But Loki, if that was her, I would have just sent him my location. Like, all right, you can figure it out. I'm here. You can figure it out. I'm not walking down a damn dark alley for you, especially if I don't know you. Full route. I know. Imagine like a grinder date or something. <laughs> They're like, oh, go down this yeah. way. It's like, hmm. I'm like, excuse me? It's I'm like, like, girl, I'm not leaving this restaurant. Like, you, I I'll, put you, I'll send you my location. You could figure it out. It's like, how horny am I, though? <laughs> Should I go down there? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, stupid some kid are they would fall for that, too. Honestly, for real. You know, have you seen... Um, I know this is really off topic for a quick second. But have you seen, like, the grinder serial killer um, horror movie like topic thing? I feel like I posted it before. But wait, there is. I don't yeah, think I've heard I, of that one. Is that? A, it's not a real movie. It's basically movie? someone oh, okay. just drew it up, and I thought it'd be a pretty cool concept. I mean, it'd be actually fun. could. I never thought about it, but it actually could. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think it'd be fun. Of course, I don't think a majority of people w- would probably like it, but I'd be there. <laughs> it'd probably be a movie that would go like directly to streaming. Sure. Oh yeah, exactly. And then you're gonna have like those closet gays that are gonna be watching it. That sounds like some HBO Max shit, to be honest. It really do, and honestly, watch it be pretty good. Cause you know HBO Max, they'd be having some wild ass shit like Euphoria and everything. So yeah, that that would probably be the lane they would go for. If they did make a movie on a grinder killer. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. But, I mean, I think they should probably do it. And it'd be a lot of fun. So, I mean, something different. It's just a, a gay dating app. <laughs> just doing it that way instead of a, like a heterosexual yeah, one. Yeah, because they've, they've had, they've made movies about dating apps before. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be too different. It would be just, you know, grinder. Yeah, exactly. Get with the times, y'all, you know? <laughs> Give a given Hollywood ideas. For real, I know. They need to, I should probably get paid for this if they do do this. But then again, I got this idea from someone else, so you should pay them. And then you can just uh, let me yeah. start on it. <laughs> so just hear me plugging you, in you, all my stuff. You, you just you just want your Scream 7 cameo. So I, let's I really, <laughs> I do, you know, I really do. But yeah, so we'll move on from Laura and that little tangent that we had. And then we go into our other characters that we are introduced to for the first time. So um, we are introduced to Quinn. So she's kind of like the slutty roommate. But she says she she's like, um, I like to say sex positive. So you have yeah. her. I liked her as a character. I was like really iffy about her, of course. What were, what were your thoughts? Um, I thought she was fine. I didn't necessarily hate her or like her. I just didn't think, well, we're jumping ahead. But Loki, she's not really my favorite as a ghost face. I'm just going to go ahead and say that right now. Oh, yeah. No, I would agree. And then once we get into our ghost face and everything, my rankings would definitely solidify that. Um, I would say all the ghost face in this movie particularly, I really did not care for. And yeah. I think their motive. I get their motive. I guess. But other than that, I really didn't care for them. Like, I didn't think they're like bottom of the barrel ones for me. Yeah, they, and then it's, it's very much. 
Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. Mm-hmm. And I just, I did like her character in the beginning, basically how she's just kind of out there. Like she was kind of like the comic relief a little bit. And other than that, then she becomes like very serious towards the end. But once they like push her out of the doorway and I was like, y'all need to check her pulse because I'm a little iffy about her. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of wrote her off pretty quick. I'm like, oh, she's dead. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh my God. There was just so much going on in this movie. It's like so quick and so action packed mm-hmm. that like my mind was like everywhere. I'm like I don't I don't even have time to think who Ghostface is. I'm like let's just get out of here. Let's go go. Like there's just so much going on. Like, yeah, this movie was so much better than Five. Yeah, no, yeah. It, there is a lot going on for sure, and I would definitely say it is much better than Five. I think again, it's it has to do a lot with their character development and like how they were written because I think they are written way better this time. So it just yeah, made they, it yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they definitely took notes. You can tell they took notes from all the people that were criticizing it from Five, and they mm-hmm. applied it to this movie. So, like, you can tell they paid attention to the fans this time, which is great. Yeah, no, I agree, and I appreciate that very much. So, hopefully, they do that in Scream 7 as well. So, they just continue writing them pretty well and just go on that. But, again, we're going to go into, like, what our what we will want in Scream 7 and things like that. So after Quinn, we have Ethan, of course. I personally did not like him as a character. I didn't care about him whatsoever. And he was just like twink ghost face to me. So that was twink ghost face. Yeah, I was like the twink. I was like, what's this twink doing here? And I would not picture him as a ghost face. And I would definitely mollywop him on the floor real quick. I wouldn't be scared of him damn i know i mean i think that's i think that's another problem like all the ghost faces they just weren't that great characters to begin with so it just didn't really help their case <laughs> especially quinn like after she died quotation marks like we didn't see her anymore until like the third act i'm like girl where you been like you barely got no screen time like there was we really know like it just didn't make sense to me i didn't yeah. care for i didn't like it i'm just like <sighs> Yeah, I think what I was doing was I was comparing them to the previous ones, the previous like Scream Five. I liked them as killer, like Ghostface, better than this one. Yeah, they actually made me appreciate Amber and Richie more. This movie made me appreciate Amber and Richie more. Oh yeah, me too. Because in the, when I watched Scream Five, I was just like, all right, I guess. Like, don't really care about the motive like okay you guys are just fucking weirdos but then again once i watched this one i was like okay i prefer them as killers than this one's yeah but and then I like mean, their motive kind of builds on to richie's motive because like oh we're doing this for my son and you killed him and i did all this for him i'm like all right now this yeah. like makes more sense why richie was the way he was before because yeah, we didn't really get all that background before so it kind of like makes him look better which mm-hmm. i never thought i would say because usually yeah. once like once once a ghost face is revealed, like they they're either whack or they're good. There's usually mm-hmm. never like another movie that comes after. It's like okay, now I understand the previous one, you know. So yeah. that kind of helped him. No, yeah, for sure. And then I feel like if someone's gonna watch Scream Six just off the bat without watching previous ones, I feel like oh, they'd be pretty that's lost. A mistake. Yeah. yeah, I had some friends that could do that. Like, oh, I didn't see any of the movies. I'm just gonna go watch Scream. I'm like, girl, you're not gonna watch any of the other ones. You're gonna be so lost. It made me cringe. I'm like, please don't do that. Yeah, if anybody's I know. listening, make sure you tell your friends watch one through five before you watch six. Thank you. That's just a PSA. 
It makes yeah. me cringe when I see people say that. It pisses me off because then it, it just, it's like, you're not going to get any of their references whatsoever. None. And there then you're so going to be many. like, who's this? Yeah, there were so many. Like, you're going to see, like, especially when they go into the shrine and everything, you're going to see all like board. from the previous ones. Yes. So I'm like, there's no way that you will understand what is going on. I mean, unless you just, you're in it for the kills and just want to see like a whodunit type yeah. of movie. But then again, you're not going to real really understand the motive behind it because you never watched the previous one and you're going to be like who the fuck's this guy <laughs> and then you're also on the same breath you're spoiling all the previous because like if you say oh i'm going to watch six and i'll rewatch all the other ones backwards you because mm-hmm. they go over the, all the killers from all the previous movies so you're spoiling it for yourself because they go through all of them so it's kind of like kind of defeats the purpose too exactly so i mean I, I guess if someone wants to really honestly do that then whatever but yeah, it is very it, cringy i like the part the, the part that makes Scream so different and so cool about like the franchise is like you have it's like a guessing game too like you have to figure out who the killer is that's mm-hmm. part of the whole draw yeah you know? well yeah which I appreciate I love like whodunit type of movies or like mystery movies so just yeah. putting that in with kills it's just a lot of fun so I yeah. appreciate it it makes me appreciate it way more it, yeah it sets apart you from like the other slashers like Freddy and Jason because we know who Freddy and Jason are like we know who the killers are but for mm-hmm. Ghostface, it's always a different killer, so you never know. So it keeps you on your toes. Yeah, exactly. So I agree 100% with that. So after Ethan, we have Danny. Um, so this is Sam's boyfriend that apparently she's keeping on the low low. I mean, he's like a handsome guy, but... Yeah, he's a fine, he was... a fine man. At least Sam got good taste. Kudos <laughs> to you, girl. Uh, no, that, that is true. Because when he was shirtless ironing his clothes, I'm like, okay, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> What's going on here? I'm glad he wasn't the killer because I'm like, oh, we want to see you in seven. We want we want to see more of this one. And we know, but I know he's in seven. He's gonna die in the next one for sure. Yeah, exactly. I. The only thing is just I think they put him in there to make it like, oh, I don't trust the love interest. But then like he comes out of nowhere, and it, there's like points in time where he, it looks like he might be the killer. So it kind of just like throws you off or they try to throw you off. But he just didn't have much screen time. And I wish we had a little more screen time with him and yeah. understood like a little more about him because he I mean, Sam hit him from us too. the fuck. I'm just over here trying to figure out who this man is. Yeah, but at least he was helpful and his really understanding. I mean, if it wasn't for him. Sam and Mindy would have been dead because of that ladder. So, oh, at least that is purpose. true. Yeah, so exactly. And then, yeah, that's true. And then he also did call at the very end, so the cops can show up at the shrine area. So at least he yeah. did his part. Because if he didn't do that, then maybe they would have all died. Yeah, mm-hmm. not, but not to, not to say that some of the core four didn't deserve to die. Because Loki, I wouldn't have been mad if one of the core four did die. Because I feel like they, so many people survived this time. I'm like, damn. So are we all just all surviving now? Like, what's going on over here? Yeah, I'm like, is this a screen movie? You're just going to kill all the new ones and that's it? Yeah, I, you know, we'll talk about, like, who yeah. we thought, who, like, once we get into our changes and everything, like, what we would have possibly wanted to change. So we'll get into that in a little bit because there is a couple of things that I would have definitely wanted to see change. So uh, we can go into our lost characters that we saw. I know there's two other characters, but I'm not going to bring them up because we only see them for a little bit which is like the therapist and then Gail's um, boyfriend. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's fine. Um, and we have Jason. So did I already talk about Jason? Is that no. Detective Jason Bailey? 
Jason was, um, I think that was the killer in the beginning who killed his professor. Oh my god, you are correct. Yeah, I'm t I'm thinking about Detective Bailey, and I don't even know what his fucking first name is. <laughs> it's funny that his name is Jason, and then when he goes to his dorm room, he's watching Friday the 13th, Jason takes Manhattan. That was oh my thing. god, I did not notice that. I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are paying homage to the only other slasher that takes place in New York. Oh, yeah. I only know one kill from there, and that's when he's like boxing <laughs> up in the building. So, yeah. There's, was... it's, oh my god, that movie is so corny. It's so cheesy, but it's so funny at the same time because he's like, he goes to the, he goes in the subway too, and he like pushes somebody. Oh, and then, that's, that's the move, bitch meme. That's that's that one meme they always make fun of on Twitter. Like this mm -hmm. this girl in the car gets pushed, and it's like so dramatic. Yeah, the white chicks one, right? <laughs> when they like yeah. have the white chicks background. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, okay, you are correct. Jason is the guy that um the Hispanic guy, and then he has a boyfriend, right? Yeah. No, that's just, just his partner, I think. I oh, think. I okay. When I hear that partner, was I just, that was just his partner. okay. I just instantly think boyfriend for some reason. You know, in my head, I just think it's his boyfriend. So, let me live my fantasy, okay? <laughs> I know we 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 don't have no gay character yet, so we definitely need one. So this will be Scream Seven's opportunity to do that. Well, Mindy, I mean, well, yeah, that's true. But we're talking I, about, about like a guy. We're like a, a yeah, guy, right? Guy. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah, that's why I feel like they should just expand. Like that's why I'm saying again, Paramount, just put me on. They already did, really did it in It Chapter 2. They had, like, yeah. their boyfriend at the beginning. Yeah, for real? I know. And yeah, then it's like... But I know some audiences might not like that. Because I remember when I went to see that movie, this is off-tangent, but, like, I remember, like, two guys by me, they're like, oh, really? That's gross. I'm like, really? We're, we're still doing this in, like, 2020? In our 2020s, we're still doing this? Yeah, I know. I hate those comments as well. Because I'm just like, bruh, like, are you that, like mad about it like i don't i'm like if you're that mad about it then i'm i'm also questioning you now because now i'm just like do you want to do that yeah like let's not do this for exactly <laughs> it's just not oh, yeah. yeah i know yeah um so jason basically i was kind of like thrown off when he just like showed his face instantly so i was just like okay what the fuck i was like Me he's too. the killer I was like, oh my god, are we going to follow him around the whole movie knowing he's Ghostface already? But Yeah, and then watching the trailer, I would see him like in his apartment. I didn't know it was his apartment at this time, so I'm just like, okay, we're going to be following him around. So like now we're kind of like, okay, he's the killer, and how are they going to find this out? But then he ends up getting slaughtered anyways. I'm not sure like why, uh, why they killed Laura. Um, I think, I think he just killed her purely because he didn't like her as a professor and she gave him a bad grade or some shit like that. I think that was the reason. Oh, it was, was really petty. Oh my God. It's the most pettiest shit ever. Oh my God. Just yeah, like, her Cause I remember he's like, oh, you, did you, did you really kill her because she gave you a C minus on your paper? He's like, that's not the point. And yeah. I was like, girl, really? I'm like, just do better at school. Fuck. I mean, maybe you got a C minus for a reason. So I mean, at least you're passing. Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, and you, if you like so into horror movies, and I feel like you should be better at it. Like, who gets a C minus, and you like horror movies? Come on now. I know, right? I don't know. Yeah, so that would I mean, be like have... me doing a paper on Scream and getting a C minus on it. I'm like, if I get a C minus on a Scream paper, I would kill myself. <laughs> You're like, I will call another ghost face to come kill me. <laughs> Honestly. But go yeah. ahead with what you're saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, the last character I was just going to bring up was Detective Bailey. Bitch-ass Bailey. Um, yeah. It's just like how... You know, 
it really pissed me off when he was saying that Kirby was not a part of the FBI and he was making He tried it, it, girl. I'm telling you, he tried my girl. You are not about to do this right now. You're not going to do my homegirl dirty like this. Like, stop. They're about to get me so mad. <laughs> I was like, imagine if Kirby was legitimately the killer. And I was. I'd be so disappointed, though. Like, I would really? too. You brought her back for this? Yeah, you brought her back to be a ghost face. And like, why? Like, why would you end up doing that? And when, you know, he kind of threw me off guard. I was like, there's no way Kirby's the killer. Like, why would she? Like, I didn't rule it out, but I was was like, I'm going to be so disappointed if if it is her, though. You know? Me too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't rule it out either. And then until, like, he got there and then they were kind of like, what the fuck? Like, how do you know we're here? And I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense now. So, yeah. yeah. And then, like, when Kirby comes out all beat up and shit. So I was like, hmm, is this like a like a billy loomis like beginning thing where like, yeah exactly like, like no he's the killer no he's the killer yeah and i'm like oh my god do not do this right now because i will be so fucking mad and i was like don't bring kirby back and have her be the killer because that would be so upsetting so i was like thank god she wasn't and we end up finding yeah. out that it's the three of them so it's quinn ethan and detective Ugh. bailey so. i was like seriously this is this is the reveal i was like i was so underwhelmed with it like yeah, I mean, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting Quinn because I, <clears throat> I kind of wrote her off like, that she was dead. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not her. I'm like, really? Yeah, Ethan. I was getting a little skeptical about. I mean, I didn't see him enough in the movie, especially when he was saying, "Oh, I was in um, study hall or whatever." And I was like, "Why didn't they just verify if yeah. he was at study hall?" You know, I like there's little things, but then again, I guess it would end the movie really, really quickly. If I was in that situation, if I was in this Scream universe, I would be doing some digging, knowing that I'm not the Ghostface killer. I'd be like, hmm, let me figure out every little detail about every single one, because there's no fucking way that they are saying that they're in this specific spot when they're not. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, that's like a kind of like a plot hole that I would point out. Like this is jumping ahead again to like the cons, but like mm-hmm. you know how Gail's like an investigative journalist and like she figures out all this shit. Mm-hmm. How did she not figure out that that those were like related to Richie's family? You know, you're doing all this background stuff. I feel like you would have figured that out at some point. Right, she found the shrine and everything. So why didn't she find who it like who it belonged to, and then like who it legitimately belonged to, and then just like the the connection between the previous killers. Yeah, like, and like their identity, like their like their fake identities, because their real name is not Bailey or whatever. It was like whatever Richie's last name was, Curse or whatever. Yeah. I know. There are just I don't know. There are there's a lot of different little plot holes of course in the movie, but like not every movie's perfect. So it's a no, lot of yeah. fun. there's no such thing as a perfect horror movie, but like this is still a good movie besides yeah. like the little plot holes. Yeah, exactly. So before we get into, I mean, I'm sure we already covered a lot of our likes and dislikes. We can just bring up a little other things. But before we even do that, uh, we can rate it out of 10. So what would you give Scream 6 out of a 10? Oh, a lot of people were saying, oh, this is a 10 out of 10. I'm like, I'm not going to give Scream 6 a 10 out of 10. It's just, it's, that would be just too much going on for it to be 10 out of 10. I would give it like... Maybe like a 9 out of 10 or an 8 out of 10 if I'm being super hard. But like 8 or 9 mm-hmm. out of 10 probably is pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like 8.5 around there. Definitely better than the previous one. Yeah. So I, I would definitely rank it a little higher than that one. So I, I think like an 8 to a 9 is pretty well. 
Um, I think this movie, I know a lot of people that are super into the original ones, the ones that grew up with it. Some of them didn't really like it only because of the new characters and everything. And then Sydney not coming back. But it's the whole 50-50 like, oh, this Sydney's not in I'm not going to watch it. I'm like, oh, that's on you then. I'm sorry. They did pretty good without Sydney, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. And I completely agree. And I think a lot of this is has to deal with like, it's a new generation. And then it's probably to introduce people to the Scream franchise. And then just to get to watch it something newer, fresher. So it is a lot of fun to watch. And then just the kills in general are a lot of fun to watch. So I mean, yeah. it's just a fun ride. And I be oh, yeah. there was a scene that had me anxious as fuck. So if a movie can get me anxious, sweaty, I they're doing a pretty well job, you know? Yeah, the ladder scene and then Gail's scene. Girl, I thought Gail's gonna die. I'm like, they about to kill Gail off right now. I thought she's about to die. I was, I was scared for her for a minute. Yeah, me too. And I was thinking, why would they kill her off? I think we have this conversation off mic where I was saying, I don't know if they would kill her because there's not a legacy character there, like Sydney, to kind of, yeah, um, like not like care for her death but basically like be more affected by it yeah and i don't think like the newer characters would be like i mean they'll probably be saddened about it but not as saddened as sydney so if they were to do something in seven and maybe one of them were to die that's if they even bring them back because i have my reasonings of like why they wouldn't come back and what they would do with the franchise moving forward but yeah I mean, that was a lot of likes for me, at least, were like how anxious I got, especially during that ladder scene. I love that ladder scene specifically. I liked Annika just going through it. If it was me, I was do the complete opposite. I mean, knowing that she stabbed and like almost gutted, basically, and trying to go yeah. climb over that ladder. I'm like, poor baby. There's no fucking, yeah, I felt so bad for her. And then she was just like telling Mindy, like, no, go, like, it's okay. Like, I'll, I'll be right behind you. And I'm just like, oh my God, she's not going to live. Honestly, I would have made her go first and then go after her. But I know they were arguing about that. So I'm like, ugh. Yeah. And then I feel like Mindy could have done a little more. I mean, she just got stabbed in the shoulder. Like, I'm it's like, okay. bitch, you go last. Like, let your girlfriend go first. She's dying. She is legit bleeding out, bitch, you know? And uh, it was just so sad. If it was up for me, I don't... So I don't like ladders. I hate heights. But then again, I love roller coasters. So, I, I mean, maybe because it's, like, the dynamic of just, like, being... Like, knowing that I am safe in a roller... But I still be hugging that shit. Like, making sure I don't fly out. Um, but I, I hate heights. And I could barely go up to the third step of a ladder... And and I'll be trembling. I'll be freaking out. So imagine just yeah. like going across to another building on a ladder. Like, there's no way. I would just be sitting my pretty ass down on the bed, bleeding out, waiting for go. I would just, I'd probably move the dresser for him. Once Mindy made it, I'm like, okay, just come. It's okay. I'm not doing that. Yeah, because she's like on it and then he's shaking the ladder. I'm like, girl. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, I'm about to fall just without you moving my shit. I will literally. Like, I don't need help. I don't need help. <laughs> I'm like, I can do it myself, bitch. i fall. Yeah. Oh, my was, God. Yeah, her death was really intense and like just her smacking against the trash can or the garbage. Ugh. Yeah. Just, oh, my just, God. It was just sad to see. Yeah. It was just so upsetting. That was definitely one of my likes. Um, another one of my likes, I would say, was, of course, Kirby coming back. I thought that was a lot of fun. I liked her character in this one because there's, like, the scene where she's, like, um, researching stuff and she's eating. And I feel like that's me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember you sent me the, the meme for that one. Yeah, that's literally me. She just has, like, no care in the world. And it's just, like, 
like picking out, you know, like that's literally me <laughs> as I'm working. So there's like those little small details. And then I like Sam um, developing more as a character and Tara actually, Tara kind of pissed me off in the beginning. If I'm going to be completely honest, she was just like a kind of a B, but I understood yeah. where she was coming from. I understand but... what she's coming from. So that's why I'm not as mad about it. Cause I understand yeah. what she's coming from. Yeah. But yeah but i mean she's like sam's a big sister and she just wants to protect yeah. her and then again i feel like if you are smothering them and just like it, it kind of just makes you feel like why are you not go like do you not feel anything towards like what happened or anything like it feels weird so it makes i guess me like in my head i would think like are you behind something like i'm really wondering like why do you not feel some type of way and that's where my head would go Okay. I, yeah. I think it's because people, everybody does with trauma differently. Everybody has yeah, different exactly. coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. So how one person's coping might not be how you would cope, you know? So I yeah. kind of understood that. But, you know, it, it's like the whole sibling thing. Like, you know, si- siblings, they argue and they fight. So it wasn't nothing out of the ordinary for me. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, I fight with my siblings and then make up and stuff. So, I mean, I was picturing me and my little brother. <laughs> and, like, if I was Sam and he was Tara. And even though I, I feel like he's the one that smothers me the most and he's always just like wanting to like make sure that I'm okay and everything. But I wanted to be, I wanted to fit that role of like that big brother and be like, yeah. Look, I want to protect you as much as possible because I am the big brother and I should be the one that's doing that. But like, yeah, <laughs> the roles are reversed kind of sometimes. And he's the one that's like really protective over me. So I want to be the Sam to Tara in this movie specifically. <laughs> To be like, look, I know you'll be fine on your own, but at the same time, I need to know, like, I like I can protect you here and there, but like also, like, I know you're okay by yourself. So you were kind of like relating it to your own sibling. That's probably why you were getting a little irritated with it. Like, why would you do that? Let your brother protect you. Let your sister protect you. Yeah, exactly. I know that's probably that's exactly why I was getting frustrated. <laughs> I was thinking, my brother's like, fucking shit. <laughs> So that was me. But yeah. Um, did you have any other likes that you wanted to bring up? Um, I think I think we covered most of it. Like, it's better than five. The violence, the gore was a lot. That was much more gorier than the previous movies. Mm-hmm. They had, we got the chase scenes. I think they utilized New York, the New York setting really well because you've never had a scream in New York before. Mm-hmm. So I think they utilized the location well, and they did a lot of Easter eggs too. I love the Easter eggs, which is yeah. great. Because you notice how um, when they went to the party, the frat party, it was that frat party was the same frat that um, Sydney's boyfriend in uh, Scream 2's fraternity was. That was the same fraternity. And then like they good. asked Tara, oh, are you, you going to be pledging Omega Beta Zeta, which is also a plug from like C- the Scream 2, the sorority that CC was in. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool how they kind of reference older movies. I just like little Easter eggs. Oh, wow. Honestly, I did not even catch that. So you yeah. are definitely a bigger screen fan than I am, even though I yeah, did. Girl, I told you. I came prepared. <laughs> you really did? And for then, real? Um, Gail's address was like 96, 96th Street, which is the year that the first screen came out. And then like the subway platform said 96, which is also the year the first screen came out. Girl, I, I, I catch everything, okay? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, and you watched it twice. You're like, let me double check everything. Yeah, I caught this all like, on my second run. <laughs> To be fair, I didn't catch us all in the first run either. 
So yeah, no, I mean, and that's what I like to do. Like, I like to rewatch movies because I like to catch certain things. And a lot of movies sometimes, like, they'll even like point out like a, like more hints of like who the killer might be. So it's just like, oh, like if yeah. you see their mannerisms or things like that, then you kind of, I mean, even though you already know who the killer is, but it's just like, oh, okay, that is suspicious right there. Like I should have caught that. Yeah. So. For like for Scream 5, it, it was Amber's mannerisms that gave it for me. Mm-hmm. And like in the hospital scene, like when I was rewatching everything and like in the hospital, I'm just like, dang, this girl's a bitch. I love her. <laughs> I was like, I was like, she's a bitch. She must be the killer because she seems like so like, I don't know. Nonchalant. Yeah, she's just like not phased. I'm like, dang, girl. But yet you try to play like, oh, you don't know who Richie is. Mm-hmm. While y'all be sending nudes, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like if I was a ghost face killer, I'd be like a mixture of Amber's personality and Kirby's personality. Kirby wasn't a killer, but like I would take on like a mixture of personalities. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have I have RBF resting bitch face, and I know Amber <laughs> did too. So I feel like that's probably why I'd probably be like an Amber with like Kirby mixed in if I was a ghost face killer. Like, I know my oh. shit, but I'm also a bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, that's actually... I, I didn't even think of, like, who I would be as a mixture. If I were to probably think of anything, I would possibly think that I'd be, like, a Jill and a Richie put together, because Richie... Oh, I totally forgot like, about Jill. Yeah, I'd be uh, parts of Jill, too. Let me just sprinkle some Jill in there, too. Sprinkle some Jill. Only because, like, I feel like if I were to be the killer, I would do... I would go above and beyond, like, trying to make it seem as if I was a victim. And, like, nothing yeah. I could do is wrong. And then especially, like, with Richie's charm, like, he's really, like... He's charmful. Like, you, like he's, like, the nice guy. And, like, trying to play, like, naive and, like, stupid. Yeah, like, like, oh, I need to watch the movie so I can catch up on what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Like, I will play stupid as fuck. But, yeah, I'd be, like, I'm super, like, nice. And, like, I would never do anything like that. Like, why would you ever think that? And, yeah. So, I think I'd be a Jill and a Richie put together. And I feel like that'd be, like, a very scary combo. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Because Jill, she had, like, her bitchy moments, too, like Amber did. Like, But, like, of course, Jill, she was just better at, like, playing the victim and stuff. So, yeah. That's so, and she did. Like, the superior one. Mm-hmm. She played the victim very, very well. Like, her bitchiness definitely came in uh, Act 3, where she was just like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> so. Her monologue, this, everything about her is iconic. Her monologue, her reveal. Because, like, not all the ghost faces had, like, the reveal, reveal, you know, where they had the mask on. But mm-hmm. she did. Because yeah. I think Amber and, R- Amber and Richie didn't really have that reveal. Like, they already, like, revealed who they were without the mask. Mm, and, then exactly. six we finally go- and then in 6, we finally got it with, like, Ethan and Quinn. So, at least we got that. Yeah, exactly. So. No, I agree with that. Yeah. So, I actually liked how you brought that in. Because I didn't even think who I would be as a ghost face. Like, what type of, um, like, emotional aspect I would have. So, I think yeah. that is a good, like, median between if I both. Didn't, yeah, if, if I didn't have, like, a good chasing on opening kill, I would definitely want to be the Ghostface killer. Because I think I'd be amazing at being a Ghostface. Especially because yeah. I know so much. So yeah. I think I would do very well. Should we just be Ghostface killers? We should. Honestly. <laughs> just... You know what? Scream 8 to two gay besties as killers. Oh, my Ghostface God. Killers. Ooh, you know? See, we're giving them so many ideas, and I feel like they should just do it. Like, get with the times, you know? I'm just saying. No, exactly. Like, they would never picture it. They would never see it coming. Yeah, they wouldn't. And then, like, I'd be like, you think I'm the killer? Homophobic. Honestly, yes, we're going to pull the homophobic card. (laughs) Yeah, I would. We're going to pull that card every chance we get. Because gay rights. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, "Mm mm-mm, you can't play that card with me. (laughs) 
I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm like, why are you saying it's me and Aaron? It's because it's because because we're gay. Is that why? Uh-huh. I'm like, mm-hmm, sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, they should just do that. That's the perfect. And then, then I'm gonna have my Jill monologue once we do reveal. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, we can shoot like our boyfriend's dick, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, just, I'm not just the ahead. boy you cheat on. Yeah, exactly. So, did you have any dislikes of the movie? I feel like we covered a good amount of them, but just yeah. in case. We did. We we covered. Um, Act three was kind of it's kind of weak compared mm-hmm. to all the other Act threes. Not gonna lie, getting yeah. killer for the killers. The only the only killer I would put above Ethan Quinn is Bailey because he's probably had like the most brutal kills. I'm guessing it was mostly him who did the most of the brutal kills, and he had the gun. Mm-hmm. So that's the only that's the only point he'll get from me. But overall, I just did not care for them as killers. They just and the motive was very much pretty much a copy of Scream Two. So oh yeah, definitely the because whole, it was Mrs. Loomis. Yeah, you like you killed my son, and now it's like, oh, you killed my son. So it's mm. like the same thing, basically. Yeah, and I wonder if Scream Three are they going to do like the sister, like half brother, half sister type oh, God, thing? Please don't do that again. I was like, can you not? New yeah. motive, please. Please have something better. And you yeah. would think having three ghost faces would be better, but like there was just too much going on. Like you can't focus on all three of them, and then one of them's going to get more shine than the other one. So like I just didn't like it. I think it was poorly executed. In yeah, I agree. I, I think I they could... should just—I think they should just stick to two because I think three becomes too many, and then you can't focus. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And then also, I feel like I could have taken Quinn and Ethan. I would have beat them up. So exactly. it's like so easy. <laughs> so I—I I mean, I'm just taking for opinion. But then again, if I'm—I'm I'm that person that will drop my keys because I'm anxious. So. You know, I don't fucking yeah. know. It just depends it's, it's on hard. the situation. It's hard to say how we <laughs> it, 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 it really is. In my head, I'm thinking like the absolute best, but I know I'm going to have the absolute worst come out. So yeah, it's it's easy to say. Oh, I would do I would do this, and I would do this. And yeah, it's actually time to come to it. Like you're like a mess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, did you have any changes that you would have possibly would have preferred to watch? Um. Any changes? I would definitely would have changed the motive, changed the killers, the un- and then like the whole thing about being unrealistic with the kills. Like I feel like a lot of people should have been dead, but they didn't die. Like Chad, like come on, mm-hmm. you should have been dead, girl. I don't know how you survived that. Yeah, he got stabbed like multiple times. He was like getting stabbed like a fucking fillet. Like the fuck. Yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on there, but you Ugh. are gonna bleed out, sir. Like I there's no I will get stabbed once and possibly die. So And then and then Ethan getting stabbed in the throat, in the mouth, like you should have been dead. How are you still alive? Like nobody survives that. <laughs> For real. Yeah. I, I would change that as well. You know what I pref- what I would have preferred to see? I would have preferred to see Tara being the mastermind behind everything. And I think really? that would have been yeah, I think that would have been such a bigger shock factor. And you know, the trailer played me because when she was holding on for dear life and she had that smirk on her face, I'm oh, like, oh yeah, people were saying second. like, oh maybe she's the. I'm like, no, and I was like, there's no way. I know they kind of alluded to it in Scream Five, like, oh, like the whole playing the victim thing. For Five, I could have seen it, but now I have a harder time seeing it. But yeah, now now, now if they do it. If they do it in Scream 7, I'd be like, okay, you guys fucked up. There's no... Like you waited I way too long. That doesn't make, yeah, it doesn't exactly. make sense now. Mm-hmm. Like, Scream... I, w- I could see it in Scream 5 because, like, her, like, not actually dying and then her being the mastermind behind it. Or then, like, Scream 6, like, pushing it. 
But if she if they do that in Scream Seven, then you guys they fucked up. Yeah, because they did the whole self mutilation thing before. Like she's injured, like Jill, like she injured herself to look like mm-hmm. a victim. So they could have worked, but now it's too late for that. It's yeah. not gonna make sense now. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that would be like my only change that I would think. I feel like that'd be like a super huge shock factor behind everything. I feel like. But then again, I feel like a lot of people would have hated it, especially if they killed off Tara. But then again, I really wouldn't have minded if any of the core, like, let's say, like, one of the two siblings died, you know? So, like, or one of the core four being the killer? That'd have been interesting, too. You know what? I could totally see Chad being a killer, though, for some reason. I don't know why. I could totally yeah. see him being a killer. I could, too. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it against him if he was. So, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have minded if I, if I had a choice. Of like who would die like from the like the sibling pairs, it would definitely be Chad and Tara. Like I would just have them yeah. get killed off. I wouldn't want Mindy to die. I feel like they're gonna kill her off though instead of Chad for some reason. I feel like they are gonna kill her too because just because just the same way that Randy died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's gonna be like, oh, like I'm I know like what's going on. And she's gonna get pulled somewhere. Yeah. Oh my god, I can just see it. And I was so. I feel like it's coming. Yeah. I, I feel like it's coming for Scream Seven. One of the core four is gonna die for sure in Scream Seven. I can't really see it. I can see it too. I'm kind of hoping two of them die, to be honest. But it better not be like uh, Chad and Mindy, you know? Such a cop out to kill both of the siblings all at once. For real, I yeah, I, they better not do that. But that'll be the only changes I had. But um, did you have a favorite kill in the movie? Uh, favorite kill? I'm going through in my head. Probably the probably the ladder scene was a good kill. Like I felt bad for her, but it was a good kill. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, that, was, like, that was my the, favorite kill. Or the therapist getting killed was pretty bad too. Getting stabbed in the face through the window. I mean, through the door. That was pretty oh, brutal yeah. too. That was pretty brutal. And even like the shot, like seeing Ghostface with a shotgun for the first time. I'm like, okay, that's like pretty intense. I wouldn't want to have Ghostface wielding a shotgun to my face and then blasting me. But yeah, I would say the best kill for me would be Annika's death. I It was just really intense the whole time. I was on, I was sweating and I just knew it was coming. I just didn't know when it was coming. Yeah, like you always know it's coming, but you like, you don't want it to because you feel bad sometimes. I'm like, oh, I know it's coming, but I don't want it to come yet. Yeah, exactly and they're just like fuck you're you're really gonna be shaking this ladder just tip it over like why would you just extend it just tip it over please yeah i'd be like sam can you fucking help him just let him tip it oh it was just it was rough it was really brutal this movie was yeah. definitely a lot more brutal than the last one yeah no i completely agree with that so did you, since we already got through everything we spoiled the whole movie of course so what would you say is your ranking of all the movies? Well, after careful consideration, <laughs> <laughs> I think I would go uh, one, four, six, five, two, and three. That's my ranking. It could change again, but that's how it is. That's why I feel at this moment. Okay. Yeah, I did one, four, two, six, five, three. So I mean, oh three. really? Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I think it's because I really like the original movies. And even though three, it's kind of, it is very campy. So I enjoy, I like watching it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I always enjoy watching all the screen movies. Screen three would just be like the very end. I'm not saying it's a horrible movie, but. No, there's just... no such thing as a bad screen movie, but that's probably the weakest one out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, but screen four, just like, it, I think nothing can really top like the new ones can't top it. 
like it's just not going anywhere like it stays number two for me yeah so and then it even it passes number two so i i bet again scream like the original scream is just very iconic to me it's the best scream yeah. in general and i'm sure probably some people would highly disagree but i mean that's my opinion i, I mean, mean we both agreed with that i mean our first two are the same so <clears throat> yeah because like there wouldn't be any sequels without the first one so exactly and then no one can everyone remembers drew barrymore's chasing so it's like if you've never even watched scream i feel like you know like what the killer looks like and then that scene specifically like there's yeah. no way it's like it's an iconic one <clears throat> drew barrymore yeah. still like gets recognized for that so yeah yeah and then like a nice like fun fact was like she was supposed to play sydney and i think she did very well just like ending up choosing to be the opening kill and i think i thought she did really well with it yeah she wanted to change well i mean that's actually a good thing like because people always expect all like the big star is going to be like the main character and they like Mm -hmm. subverted expectations and they went the opposite way which is smart i think scream does it a lot because they did that with jada pinkett smith and season scream 2 she's the opening kill Mm-hmm. And Samara Weaving, she's a pretty big actor too. She died in the beginning. I feel like they like to put like big actors as opening kills. Yeah, exactly. And then since we're already talking about the opening kills so far, would you want to rank them? Okay, I'm minus tentative, which means it could change. But so far, the what I this is just my ranking right now. I put one, two, six, five, four, and then three. Okay, I would do one for sure. Then I'll do two. I would want to say Scream Three is gonna be last, so it'll be yeah. one, two. I'm like torn between five and six. It was hard for me too. I feel like five and six is like torn for me too because Tara well, did such a good job in her opening. She, yeah, exactly. And it wasn't really a kill, but it was just so intense. So I would say one, two, five, six four than three so yeah. same one as you right almost yeah pretty almost. much the same it's so scream four just had a lot of like the stab opening kills i didn't mind <clears throat> that part as much it's just like the actual when they started to chase the two girls i think there wasn't much of a chase scene it just like it happened too quickly and it was just like i don't know yeah i thought like, they could have did more with it yeah i i agree with that and then there is an extended cut too to it yeah i've so actually I, well, i've seen it <laughs> oh, okay i was just like i'm sure you've seen it so i just wanted to like let the audience know just in case if they didn't see it um because you're such a scream whore so <laughs> especially a scream four whore like <laughs> i mean if you're not a scream four whore then something's wrong Girl, i've you. seen all the deleted scenes and i'm still upset they left some of the deleted <clears throat> scenes and i'm like why wasn't this in the movie you know, sometimes like they do that, and it really pisses me off because a lot of those scenes are so good, and they could have made it. The I'm just like, just leave, like just let it extend for five more minutes. It's fine. They literally had a water fountain scene, just like Scream One with Kirby and everybody. They're discussing like the killers in the movies, and then they cut that out. I'm like, why the fuck would you cut that out? That's so iconic, and it pays homage to the first one. Yeah, you know, sometimes. They just need to listen to the people that really enjoy the movies. <laughs> you know? I know. I'm, I'm, they're going to turn me into Richie. Like, <laughs> you're like, like how you know, fandom toxic. Right? I know. You're, you're like, maybe Richie was onto something. Maybe Richie had a point. That's why he's moving up all my list slowly. Yeah. I know. You're like, you know, when I watched it, I was just like, this is such a stupid motive. But now I'm just like really living, like sinking with it. And I'm like, hmm. You know, he makes a, a little point. sense. 
he has a point, you know, because they really do be pissing me off when they don't do shit right. Honestly. Yeah. So since we're already talking about the killers, too, we could just lean into it. Do you want to rank the killers so far? I feel like that's such oh, a hard list. This was a much harder <laughs> list for me to do. This is such a long list. It was so much harder for me. All right. Well, let me, let's hear yours. Let me grab my uh, my notebook real quick because I wrote it down. Hold on. Okay, go for it. Yeah, I was going through them and I didn't want to be um, cliche and everything. So I was trying to mix everything up. Me too. Um, it's just but, like, yeah, I just know who's going to be at the dead last. So my list does not include Jason and his partner because they were in there for like two minutes. So oh, mine, mine doesn't either. I don't consider them ghost faces. Some people do. I'm like, nope, not, mm-hmm. not in my list. For me, the bottom three is Quinn, Ethan, and the de- detective, obviously. So 12, mm-hmm. 11, and 10. Mm-hmm. They can, I don't care. Like, they're just, they're just no. And number nine is Charlie. I'm sure he's happy he's no longer the worst girl's ghost face. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just a simp to me. And he just did it because of he liked Jill. Like, the, he didn't really have a reason to do it except because he was just following his girlfriend. So, yeah. Mer- um, number eight, um, I put Nikki just because he's insane and, like, he wanted to get caught so he can have a trial and he wanted to blame it on the movies. I'm like, girl, this is, you're just, you're stupid. So he's eight <laughs> for me. Um, seven would be Roman. I only, I put him as a seven because he's the only one that did it by himself. So mm-hmm. as Kirby says, as Kirby said, kudos to him for ambition. Um, and then, uh, for six and five is Richie and Amber. Mm-hmm. And then four, I put Mrs. Loomis. And then three is Stu, two is Billy, and then number one is Jill. That's mine. Okay. It could change. It could change though. All right, mine. Jill's iconic, so, so she's always gonna be number one for me. She really is. She just because she's just really unhinged, and she just does not give a fuck. She'll yeah, do anything to get away with it. I mean, let's talk about her motive. It still holds up today. That motive is like over ten years old, and it's still as relevant today as it was back then. She was ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. let's get yeah. into it for real so mine is almost well the last three are for sure so i would say 12 is detective bailey 11 is ethan 10 is quinn i actually had mrs loomis at nine and the only reason why was i i just didn't really care for her as a ghost face killer so i don't know i just didn't she didn't she could she, i could move her out. down too yeah but, but, i don't know yeah, I mean, she just didn't spark me as, like, a ghost face killer. And then she was just, like, randomly appearing in places. So it was not, like, like I would have really guessed that it was her. So, I, I, but then again, like, because I didn't guess it was her, then she yeah. would be a really good ghost she, face I because didn't I and didn't know. I kind of masterminded the whole revenge thing, so. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I gave, I gave it to her a little bit. And she got plastic surgery and lost weight. All She she was dedicated to her, to this revenge. She changed her whole yeah. identity, too. You're right. And, you know, she might and be she moving did it up first. on her And she did it first. That's why I gave her credit. Because, like, the people that did it after her, I'm like, okay, we really did this. So it doesn't count as much as, like, her. So I gave her mm-hmm. some credit. So she's a little bit, But she can always move down. Like, for her, it's not... She's not my favorite either, but... Yeah. She had to go somewhere, so I just put her as four for me. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Um, so I did... So number eight would be Roman. Um, so he was a half-brother. And I was like, okay. And it was just one killer. So, yeah, I didn't really care about his motive at all. And so, really? seven, 
Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> it was just like, I, I just didn't really, again, like spark him as, I didn't think that Sydney would have a half brother. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like his anger was misplaced. I'm like, he was upset that he didn't have the life that Sydney had. But I'm like, girl, girl, you're a Hollywood producer living in LA. Like you're doing pretty good for yourself. You're yeah, doing and- pretty, you're doing better than Sydney, if I might say, because you're making money. For so, and Sydney has all this trauma, so and you're gonna so, be adding yeah. to that trauma. <laughs> so I kind of don't understand that, but like other than that, I mean, he did it all by himself. So I think I had to give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which that was what eight? Okay. Yeah. So seven would be Mickey because yeah, he was just a crazy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just not it. <laughs> um, and then six was charlie actually i know he was like a little simpy bitch but i thought he did i liked what he was doing like they were like starting like the whole recording like aspect of everything so i thought that was a really cool portion of putting that into screen so i thought it was cool to have and then he did a really brutal kill on olivia oh my god that is true yeah, it was just so I oh it was so sad. And then Olivia did the first uh like um stab through the hand thing. So That is true too. I just remember that. Yeah, she mm-hmm. did. Yeah. yeah so was that almost brutal death. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so brutal. Oh my god. That's how I want to go. And then <laughs> you uh, I know. Uh, so that was what, seven? Six? I think so. Okay, well we'll go with five. So five was Richie. And then four would be Amber. Three would be Billy, actually. Two okay. is Stu. And then one is, of course, Jill. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. We, we have some similarities. Yeah, for sure. Just... I, I didn't want to be cliche with like Billy and Stu. But then again, I'd be like, they started everything. So yeah, they did. It's like they so had it's... to be top three for me. You kind of have to give them credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Stu's character. Like he's just like, he's also like, that person that just wants the attention of everything. He just wanted to be a part of something. Oh, that was like a horrible thing to be a part of. But if you yeah. got to be a part of something, I guess, I don't, I don't know what he's, what he was going through at the time. Yeah. But if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't for Roman, there might or might have not been a billion stew either. That's why I gave Roman his credit. Cause he's kind of mm-hmm. the one that put the motivation behind billion stew to happen. Okay. I mean, see, like, yeah. and you explain everything. I'm just like, now I need to move my people around because yeah. now I felt like I felt kind of bad. Put, I missed, yeah, I, I put that thought mind. into mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're I'm saying like, I didn't? I'm just kidding. Yes, you just, I feel like you were winging it. And no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Honestly, no, it's hard. It's it is. It's harder because you, like, you have to think of like everything. Yeah. And then it, it, it can change, you know? I mean, I feel like top three, like, like, you're like they can stay for sure. Like, Jill's going to be number one for me. So. Yeah, of course. She's yeah. iconic. She's a queen. She's an icon. She's a legend. She is the moment. Yeah, she really, Period. truly is. Yeah. So let us just dive in really quickly of like what we want to see in Scream 7. And then I would just ask you one would you rather question. And then that'll be it. Oh, my God. We're coming to the end already. It feels like we've only been talking for like five minutes. I know. <laughs> for real. We should just have like two segments of this. They're going to be like, these bitches, they keep, they keep talking about screen. Just shut the fuck up. Nah. Yeah. Uh, no. This is important. Real. We have a lot of things to talk about and they're valid. They really are. I know. And I feel like a lot of people just really enjoy Scream. And, or if they don't, I hope this podcast lets you get into it because it's a lot of fun. I love watching it. It really is. It's like the best franchise to watch. So... so. 
Honestly, it really is. Like, I'm about to, like, have a marathon and rewatch them all of them again. Once screen com- 6 comes on the streaming, I'm going to, like, rewatch all six of them in a row again. I might sure. too, shit. So what, what do you want to see in screen 7? I know they haven't greenlit 7 yet, but I know it's going to happen eventually. Um, mm-hmm. I think if they're going to go with the trend of mirroring the, the top, not top, the original 3, like how mm-hmm. screen 5 was, like, drawing from screen 1, and then screen 6 was, like, drawing from screen 2 with the motive and shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like Scream 7, if they do Hollywood again, okay, they should do, like, my idea would be, like, maybe Gail is doing, like, a documentary, because now she talks about how, like, she couldn't get movie rights to the whatever stab, because mm-hmm. it's all about true crime limited series. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what if for Scream 7, like, they do Gail doing, like, a documentary on, like, the whole, like, the real events of stab, and she's, like, interviewing people, and that's what, that's what brings everybody back to, like, L.A.? Okay. And then the killings, and then the killings start happening again. That's how they get Sydney back too, because maybe she's in the documentary too. You know? Yeah. So okay. A good way. That would be a good way to bring everybody back, like a good reason. And then like the person starts killing, trying to kill people that were in the documentary or whatever. It would be mm-hmm. a good idea. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And so I was going off of. So I had two of them. So it's either just having like the core four back and then not Sydney or Gail. So I had that one in mind. And then I had the one where like, how would they bring back Sydney and Gail? So I actually would lean more towards yours because I like that idea. And especially if they, if they may be following the original three, so then that would make sense for them to go back to Hollywood. So that is actually like, you should be a writer, you know? <laughs> Honestly. And, and you know, that promo picture I sent you yesterday, like mm-hmm. somebody like did fan art of screen. Yeah. Seven, and then Hollywood like, in the background. They need to pick that with Ghostface masks as the two O's in the Hollywood sign. That mm-hmm. is so good. I'm like, y'all need to, y'all need to pay this person and just go ahead and take this idea now. I'm yeah, like, it has to be in Hollywood now. Like, there's no choice. Like, this picture is like amazing. Yeah, no, it really should. And then it kind of, so it kind of, um, that one sounds way better than the one for the core four idea that I have. So this one, I did see a poster of it, like some fan art. So it's basically them in a secluded cabin and it's snowing. So it's, I was kind of thinking of it more of like an anti-Christmas movie. So like if they did it during Christmas time and yeah, then like there's like a too. ghost face type of thing in like a group of friends so like the core four just all come together and then they just all plan a trip and then with like some friends so then something ends up going wrong there or like maybe a ghost face ends up finding them like they know where they're at and things like that but then again i wouldn't see sydney or gail being in that movie whatsoever yeah, that's because true. why would they go with a group of teenagers basically or like 20 year olds so that would be my idea, only because I, I love seeing anti-Christmas horror movies. It's They're amazing, yes. like Black Christmas and everything, you know? Black Christmas is iconic. I love it. For real. Me too. So that's why I would want to see another one. But I mean, I think I would lean more toward your idea. I like that one way yeah. more. And then like the documentary yeah. portion of it. And then if they really wanted to do like the film thing, I then again, like Scream 3 is just like it lacked a lot. So I think the documentary portion would be better instead of bringing like people to fill in like who's playing who, you know, like, Oh, this is who's playing Gail and this is who's playing Tara and Sam. Yeah. So like, at least just have all the main individuals and like, that's it. Like no additional people playing them because of course the characters playing them are going to fucking die and not the actual ones. So we'll just go based off of that. Yeah. Cause I think uh, like a true crime series is a lot more relevant today because like on netflix and mm-hmm. shit that's like um, that's all that's been coming out like 
the Jeffrey Dahmer thing and um, what's the other one? John Wayne Gacy. And then who's the other one that was like mm-hmm. the night? Uh, Ted, Ted Bundy. Oh, Ted Bundy too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all getting like, they're all getting their like documentaries and limited series shit. So I feel like it'd be very current to do that. If they didn't yeah. want to go that route. Exactly. No, but I, I also agree. Did the, 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 yeah. But like the only reason why I would also like the Christmas thing you said is cause like the snow, like imagine the kills in the snow and like the blood yeah. trails and stuff. That'd be mm-hmm. so cool. If they did go that route. Day. Are we unhinged? We maybe, maybe, or maybe we're, maybe we're just really passionate, like Richie. We for real. We <laughs> want to see blood in the snow, guys. That's all I want to. Can see you imagine too. that? That would look so cool. It would. No, I, imagine like making a snowman out of one of the like dead people. Honestly, I mean, I don't know. Ugh, just a lot of a lot of things that they can do with this movie. But I mean, if they want to do a little spin off of it, they can possibly do that too. So. Who knows? Yeah, they could because they already they've, they've touched on holidays because for Scream Six we got Halloween it took place during Halloween, so it makes sense. Yeah, and they did so. so many Easter eggs for their Halloween costumes too. Did you notice that? I did, especially during the train segment. Yeah, there was they so had like, like Freddy, they had, they had Jason, they had Pinhead, that Pinhead mm-hmm. guy. They had. I um, they the even nun. had Samara Weaver's character. Oh yes, from Ready or Not. Yeah, they did. Ready or Not, they had her her, her mm-hmm. wedding dress with like the their bullets. They had yep. that too. I noticed that. Dang! See, they th- they think of everything. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll see what happens for sc- if they. I think they did greenlight. I don't know. Hopefully they do it, and then there's rumors I'm that they pre- did, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be greenlit sooner or later. Like it's, it's made so much money, it made more money than Scream Five already. Oh, so. see, yeah, they're gonna greenlight it, and I'm sure this is probably gonna be the last one. I, I would, so. I would think, I would think so. Yeah, I would, I wouldn't be upset if it, if it was the last one. So. I would be sad though, because I just love Scream. Like they, they could make like ten, and I would be, I would still watch them. Oh well, me too. Of course, it'd be like a whole Saw franchise, though. So yeah, or Fast and the Furious, where like it keeps getting worse. Oh my God, they go into space, Jason X. Honestly, yeah, there's there's a lot of franchises that like it gets worse as it goes on. Usually, Scream is yeah. one of the few franchises that actually is consistent. Like it hasn't no. gotten worse. They really, yeah, that's true, and I would think that they're just going to continuously grow. So I, and I think they learn from like their mistakes that they do previously and they'll say like, Oh, let's fix this. So I think they do pretty well. So are yeah. you ready for your, would you rather question? Oh, I don't know. I feel like you're breaking up. Oh, really? Okay. Well, let me oh, just say no, it. No. let's, let's go ahead. Let's just get it over with. Let's All right. Pull out the knife, pull out the yeah. bandaid. I know you just have to pull one out. Okay. So for scream seven, if Kirby and Tara were to return, who would you rather see die? I am going to respond to this based on their real life situations. Cause I feel like Tara is like Jenna Ortega. I feel like she's blowing up. And I feel mm-hmm. like she's going to be so busy in the future that she might not have time for, like, the screen movies at some point. So I would not be okay. mad if she died. So I'd be okay with her dying. I just, I'm not ready okay. to let Kirby go yet. I'm just not ready. Yeah, no, I was like, you can't just bring Kirby back and then just give us a little taste, you know, and then just kill her off. And kill her again. off again. You just can't do so that. I, just let her live, I would, please. I would, I would hate to see Tara die, but I would, I would understand if she did die, even though I like her a lot, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm on the same boat. So I would I would also choose Tara only for the fact that I think she's for me. I portray her as a final girl, like someone that they wouldn't kill off. But like once I watched X, and then I saw her actually get killed off in the movie, I wouldn't be upset if they killed her off in any movie. So yeah, that's why I was like I was thinking in my head like oh she's gonna be the final girl, and then bam, 
definitely not the final girl. In my head, she was the final girl for X. I'm like, oh my god, they killed her! Like, I was so surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, she's already a final girl, so like, I didn't expect it. Yeah, me too. So, so that's why I, when it happened, it was just so shocking. I was like, oh shit, I didn't think that was gonna happen, but yeah, it did. So, I need to rewatch that movie because it's so good to me. I know. And speaking of that movie, for Scream Seven, they should totally cast Mia Goth. She would be a great Ghostface killer. Just saying. Yeah, you sent me that too. Oh my god. Twitter oh, I guess right. I did. I did yeah. mention that. Too. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a lot. I feel like they listen sometimes. You know, they be they be watching so, yeah. what people are writing, and they like Paramount you know, Radio Silence. Whoever the directors are, I'm just giving you a hint, hint, clue, clue, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Of what you should do, do you know? Because like like we've seen her in Pearl, she was unhinged, so she would do well as a Ghostface killer. Hmm. Yeah. No, she definitely would. She is. She is. I feel like she could be Jill number two. She could. Yeah. So, I mean, that's gonna conclude this episode. I mean, unless you want to add anything else. Um. Let me see. Let me look at my notes, child, because you know I wrote a whole bunch of shit down. <clears throat> um. No, I think I think we covered everything, huh? Like the Easter eggs. I mentioned all the Easter eggs. Oh, this is just like a random fact about um. You know how. I figured out recently, like, Apple has, like, this weird uh, rule that if you're going to have a villain or, like, a killer, you can't use their products in movies or shows. So I recently noticed how, like, you notice how, like, in Scream 5 and Scream 6, they all have Androids? It, that's mm-hmm. because of that reason. Apple doesn't oh. want you to have an iPhone if you're going to be, like, a villain or, like, a killer. So that's why. That's why in Scream 4, you only see them use iPhones at that time because like, I think they didn't have that rule back then. But ever mm-hmm. since Scream 4, you don't see it anymore. I just wanted to point wow. that out. I was like, why do they all have Androids? I know I'm being like, a, I'm being an Android hater right now because I'm, I'm an Apple fanboy. But I was like, why do they all fucking have Androids? And this this doesn't seem realistic to me. But that's the reason yeah. why anybody was wondering. Oh, okay. Well, I honestly, that's a good fact because I didn't even know that. I wouldn't even have pictured that. Every time I yeah. ever see a phone and I just see like green bubbles or whatever and they make it seem as if it's an iPhone. Yeah. It's like a fake iPhone. It's like a pair from fucking yeah. Victorious. <laughs> But I feel like that's the reason why. Because it also would be, like, too easy. Because if you see that person using an iPhone, it's like, okay, they're not the killer. Because they yeah. can't be associated with that. So it makes yeah, sense okay. why they do it. All right. Just, just, a little, just a little fun fact tidbit there. Yeah, because I if, if that was me, I'd be going into everyone's phone and being like, find my friends. I'm like, you exactly. gotta find my friends. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to figure out where the fuck you at. <laughs> yeah, because you see them use the iPhone 3G in Spring 4. Like, so, like, mm-hmm. why don't they use it again after that? And that's the reason why. Okay. Well, thanks for that fact. I really wouldn't, I would yeah. never have known that. <laughs> it's one of those, it's one of those, the more you know moments. It is. The more you know, a little rainbow coming up. With a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was going to conclude our Scream 6 episode covering everything. If you guys haven't watched it and you listen to everything, then, I mean, we spoiled everything for you guys. But yeah, sorry so, about it. That's, that was our fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you knew going in that there was gonna be spoils <laughs> so yeah i would say watch it watch the whole franchise if you haven't watch everything before you watch scream six because then you can actually understand everything going on but i mean if you're gonna be that person that just wants to jump into scream six then i guess i i, I, mean, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't recommend i would either it makes me cringe like, yeah please don't do that 
don't do that at all. Highly would not recommend. So until next time, guys, if you guys want to follow Jeremy on Instagram or Twitter or anything, you can definitely do that. So go ahead and plug in your handles right now, Jeremy. Uh, it is Fatal Attraction, and that's the same handle for all of them. But it's missing the T at the end for the last one. For the attraction part, there's no T, because somebody else took that fucking username. So I had to come up with a different mm-hmm. spelling of it. But I'm sure you'll plug it in, like, the, the, the podcast caption in there. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, I will, for sure. Imagine I'm just like, don't follow him. <laughs> 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 no, it's I'm glad. Yeah, no, I'm glad you got, you were able to jump on with me and then talk about Scream because I know, of course, whenever it's something Scream related, I know I can have you on and you can talk about it forever. So, yeah, we, we could have gone on for like another two hours, but I know that's yeah. not. We're trying, to, we're trying to make it palatable for you guys. Yeah, no, I agree. So, I mean, if you guys want to hear more of Jeremy, hopefully he is welcome and not welcome because he's always welcome. Hopefully he's open to wanting to be on the podcast more and we can talk about anything other than Scream as well. I mean, I like to give him some would you rathers and have him hate me for a while where he can't listen to me. (laughs) Pretending as if he doesn't hear anything. So we'll see what happens in the future. (laughs) Yes, I will be back for Scream 7, though. So don't worry about that. Yeah, I, true. I mean, maybe we can just have a, like a Would You Rather Scream edition. So Honestly. I'll even do that. I'll add a lot of stuff for you, Jeremy. So be prepared. I will. All right, guys. Well, hope you enjoy. Again, if you haven't done so, please leave a comment, rate a, on Apple Podcast or on Spotify as well. But till next time, guys, I hope you guys have a fantastic day and enjoy your week, weekend, whatever you're doing. And stay safe and do not answer any unknown callers. Period.